G'day everybody, welcome back to uh, another beautiful episode of Drones Down Under. I've got the, Sean and Ty with me tonight. We're going to be talking about episode two of Asset Inspections, not photogrammetry sessions like I said in the last bloopers. <laughs> Gents, how are we today? Yeah, good. Awesome, Danny. Uh, mate, not bad, not bad. The coffee's hitting well. Um, <laughs> so this episode, we're talking about, I guess, what equipment we use, which yeah. it varies from tiny drones to really big drones and Manned drones. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. I'll, um, I'll bring up a I'll bring up a screen, um, a share screen, which just to go through some of the um drones that are on offer and that, that we use for asset inspection. Well, thank you very much, Ty. That makes my job a lot easier. <laughs> <laughs> um straight off the bat, I'm gonna start with uh Sean's favorite drone that he will not put down. Sean, do you want to tell us a little bit about it? So I'll have the Phantom 4. I think we've got many of these uh, with us. So, uh, what, so Ty, for the listeners, we've got a P4 set up. The reason we're starting with the Phantom 4 in, um, is because Phantom it's a Pro. great, apologies, Phantom 4 Pro version 2. Um, the reason we're starting with that is it's a great entry-level drone um, if, if you don't want to get into the RTK-based um, drones, which are obviously a lot more costly. And if I recall correctly, I think it was around uh, under three, it's two and a half to 3,000 bucks, I think, from yeah, memory. I think so. yeah. But 20, meg 20 megapixel camera. Um, obviously, um, you can use those batteries for a P4 uh, RTK drone as well. So the batteries are interchangeable. And it's a great stable drone, as I think we've talked many times on the podcast about this drone. And versatile um, as well. That's probably the biggest point that I like going back to with the Phantom is that it is versatile. Not only, not only is it great for obviously the asset inspection side of things, but a lot of other facets of the industry as well. I will admit, yeah. definitely not the drone I go to purely just because of the size, but for work and photogrammetry wise, 100%. It's a great starter. I will it's fight also, Danny. And, and, and <laughs> you can on. use, um, there's lots of third party um, software you can use to run automated flights and this stuff. So and if that's something of interest, or we might do that in a later episode. Um, again, it's not having the greatest equipment when you want to get started in these things. Um, we've done captures using Mini 2s. So um, yeah. we probably should have put that on the list, Ty. So. We're talking about real equipment here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't be mean to the Mini 2. Right, you the love, Mini two you, ever you do love the Mini 2, I'm going to apologize to it later. It's in the corner crying already. Yeah, Sorry, good. Buddy. Don't be mean to the mini. What do you carry in your backpack, Danny? Mini two. Exactly. That's why, that's why I'm going to go apologize to it later so it doesn't <laughs> die in the air. <laughs> be nice yeah, to your so, people. Yeah, look, no, no, we love it. We've got lots of these in the business and um, they're great little drone. Um, it, it's very versatile. Obviously, we've talked to death about pictures and video, but certainly more than capable. You know, there's doing, there's yeah. the price tag there. 2,399 Australian right on i guess the the p4 straight leads us into the next variant of the p4 the uh P phantom 4 rtk um the only difference with it really is the rtk isn't it uh you might have to correct me on that one guys yeah i, I think it isn't the sensor smaller as well i think no, it's from still memory. the same it's still the same Both, uh, 20 megapixel <clears throat> sensors yeah okay. uh, but the controller is the main thing it's a different obviously the yeah. p4 
Pro, as Danny corrected me, you obviously put in a phone or a tablet, but this is a running fixed screen, um, running controlled OS. So installing third party is a bit more uh, difficult. Um, and it's the controller also runs the same WB37 batteries like, like the more uh, pro versions like the M300s would run in their controllers. So you get much more life uh, from the controller. It is probably worth mentioning about the SDK controller too, Sean. That's right. We hadn't spent enough, so now we have an SDK, <laughs> SDK controller as well, which allows you to run so what is more third-party. Um, it's very si similar to the the controller that comes with your P4 Pro, mm -hmm. um, but you can install things like Drone Harmony on that controller. Yeah, it's just the limitations of, of the of the standard one with the RTK. You can't put anything third party. Whereas with that, it, it is pretty much it, well. It is is exactly the same as as the P4 controller. It's just modeled to to go with the RTK. Um, yeah, there it is there. Um, but it just gives you that capability to use a lot of third-party apps that are available that you can use the Phantom 4 um, that you normally couldn't use with the RTK. Yeah, I think it copped, look, I don't know, quite a few people have said it's end of life and so forth, but... Yeah. I think the Phantom's had its had a pretty good run. Yeah, but it's, I mean, they've just released <laughs> Sorry, the firmware update, um, which, you know, we've been... Yeah bitching publicly about because we didn't have a timer on an RTK drone, um, which is now coming. Now, if it's end of life, I'm surprised that we releasing that update. Um, if Yeah, Danny. You... <laughs> I, look, for, for work purposes, by means, the Phantom is a beast of a machine, but just carrying that around, it's, it's just too big, too bulky, too loud. When the Mavic, I'm just going to keep preaching, is it's the turnkey solution. I've taken my Phantom to the snow with me on trips in my backpack, and I've ridden around mountains with my Phantom in the background. Well, you know what? When we're talking about the snow, we should talk about the next drone that you're going to take to the snow. <laughs> sure. That was a good segue, Danny. I like that. Subtle. Subtle. I just had to go with it. I don't yeah, yeah. Except we'll, fight, we'll fight later. Don't you worry. You'll bring it on. <laughs> so, so Danny you might as well talk about this one again <laughs> well as we all know I'm a very big advocate for Skydio it is a fucking awesome drone It you can put this drone in places you can't put any other drones um, once you learn to trust that this, the drone can fly better than most people it's just a game changer you, put, you can put it under bridges you can put it you know, close to towers and trust that it won't run into anything I've had this under under bridges, above water, between trees, and knew the drone was going to be sweet. I had a line of sight at all times, which is a, a main thing you have to always keep an eye on. Um, but yeah, so the, the Skydio, the downfall of it is it only has a 12 megapixel camera. Um, but to compensate that, it, it gets a lot closer to any assets you're trying to capture. Um, and you don't have to do a lot of work. Exactly. It makes my job easier. It means I'm going to be obsolete within a few years because of this, because of Skydio. And you know, it might what? be the end of the year. But by, by the way, the Skydio is going, <laughs> and, and, and you well, keep using it. <laughs> poking the bear—that's all it is. Um, but now, look, it, it is a great drone, and coupled with its uh, 3D scan software and recently released uh, 3D tower scan, which I'm still yet to try out. Um, it is a force to be reckoned with. There is other versions of it coming uh, coming out. So there are out the X2. Um, 
which we then. played with about a week ago or two weeks ago. It's very cool. Larger. It's actually a very nice drone to fly. It's very smooth in the air. Exactly. Well, there you go. Actually, scroll up a little bit. That's the, that's a good example of GSD like we are talking about in the last episode. Yeah. So the Phantom 4 Pro was had to be four metres away to get one mil GSD, where the Skydio was two metres away. And I guarantee you the Skydio was flying a lot easier than the Phantom was to get to that point. Well, the question is, why didn't it fly close? So just turn off the sensors. Well, some people fly safely when they're flying DJI drones. Oh, really, Danny? <laughs> we're going to have that, really? gonna have that really? conversation, are we, Danny? We are. We are going to have that conversation. And all of a sudden drops out. Bye-bye. Oh, shit, my sensor's <laughs> gone out. Uh, but look, I'm, I'm always, I always preach that the Skydio drones are the future because they are. They, they fly themselves. Oh, look, autonomy is, is definitely going towards the future. Look, you know, we can all argue about the different drones. That's all we want. But end of the day, autonomy and, and stuff what Skydio is doing, I mean, it's lagging a little bit in Australia, but it's definitely where the future is heading, where everything's heading autonomous. You know, you think about how much we have, you know, with, with Alexa in our homes and things like that. It's, it's just the way it's going and the drone industry is no different. It is. And like, you know, you can put bigger sensors on cameras, but until then, well, we're talking about bigger, sen- bigger sensors. Let's Ooh. segue into the next one. <laughs> Look oh, Danny, you. you're on that fire. Wasn't, it wasn't as good of a segue, but close enough. Yeah, close uh, enough. Hey, don't don't well, sell yourself short. That was awesome. The uh, the, the, the wedge-tail eagle of the sky, we're going to call it, the, M- the Matrice <laughs> M300 RTK. Um, for the yeah, listeners that are on... that picture, beast mode. <laughs> it oh. is. It, it commands dominance in the sky, the M300. It's... It's bigger. It has multiple payloads. It's it's props are huge, and it has RTK and folds up about the same size as a Phantom. <laughs> a little bit bigger than a Phantom, Danny. A little bit bigger. A little bit bigger. Well, you have to take heavier. the legs out. That's that's kind of cheating, yeah. really. Yeah. Well, as as you can see on screen, just for, if you hold that for a second time, so it yeah. uses OcuSync three from memory, or is it OcuSync two, whichever one it is. Um, maximum 15k's range. That does allow for beyond visual line of sight inspections where say you are doing say um, power, high voltage power lines, have a person at the A end, have a person at the B end, if you're legally allowed to do this, obviously on your REOC and have it essentially switch to the next controller at the other end with the flick of a switch. It's, it's, it's amazing. Yeah, are you still using it to pick useful. up your coffee yet or you haven't started that? Not, not yet. I'm still approaching but... wing about getting deliveries to my local area. <laughs> One day I won't have to leave, yeah. uh, leave home for a coffee. Um, but obviously with the, the distance transmission, it's also good in a lot of other facets of the industry as well, like search and rescue and pet rescue and things like that as well. Definitely. Um, 55 minutes flight time, they say is a max. With the P1, we generally get about half an hour of flight time, which is still amazing for a seven and a bit kilo drone. Um, what IP rating? I've yet to fly it in the rain. <laughs> I'm not game enough to. <laughs> I've flown it. Expensive um, to fly in the rain. <laughs> When it was quite, um, obviously got cold at night and got quite foggy, the amount of vapour on that thing, it was still doing really well. It's certainly not in heavy rain, but I wouldn't have trusted many other drones in that weather. I think the hot, hot swapping of the batteries is, is a pretty cool feature as well. Especially for when you're dealing with, you know, you want the accuracy of in the GPS of the model and the RTK. Hot yeah. swapping saves that data from dropping and giving you different heights for the you know yeah. for the next flight. So if you can have a hot hot swap for a model, it's always recommended to. Um, but that's that's I guess the M three hundred 
you know, it is a beast of it. Oh, we didn't talk about the payloads. <laughs> That's true. There's there's a lot of payloads that you can have on the M300. Sure, um, you want to have a quick chat, chat about them as well? Or? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, got them all practically. Yeah, I mean, um, obviously the, the H20T, or well, the H20, the probably the most basic payload. Um, so the 20 megapixel camera, pretty much what the P4s have. Um, and that the H20T obviously has the thermal aspect to it. And, you know, for, for, for purposes of what we're talking about, acid inspection, clearly the, the P1, which is a 45 megapixel camera, uh, full frame camera uh body and then you can obviously attach different lenses and i, I believe the the lenses in australia are 35 mil uh, i don't believe we've got any 28s in the Not country yet. but i could be wrong please um, we need some more variety <laughs> yeah so there's obviously there'll be more payloads you know if you want to do lidar it's the l1 so um just yeah, to have so that integration is pretty awesome yeah definitely definitely so just the... just have the credit cards ready so Yes. Can I borrow yours? <laughs> <laughs> but that, but that is definitely a big selling point with the M three hundred across the board. The, the having the extra payloads and, and the interchangeable payloads is is a huge, huge advantage to a lot of other drones. Well, we're talking about interchangeable payloads. I guess that brings us to our next really big drone. Where you yes, it does. Whatever, that's what you get. <laughs> when we asked for a photo of a helicopter. That's what we got. That's what you got. <laughs> Great job, <Ty. laughs> um, Look, once you kind of go to a certain level when it comes to photogrammetry and asset inspections, there's only so far drones can go. And sometimes you need a bigger sensor, like a medium format camera and a long lens. And you, know, you might need to be over populous areas or cities. That's when a helicopter is going to come in. Yeah, um, definitely. And then and most of the time that'd be that'd be shot with some kind of GPS unit. Um, we, the research we've sort of done to it looks like the third party ones are probably the better ones for it um, to, to record the GPS data. And then we, you know, most DSLRs and are, are capable of doing it. Um, and then just getting a, a pretty decent, probably like four to six, four to six hundred mil lens, depending on what how, how far you're shooting. Um, and using very similar flight patterns to what you would do with a drone, but slightly different again, because you're doing it from the air and a smaller area you're trying to cover. Um, but it's, it's definitely another avenue to, for asset inspection and photogrammetry that um, is, is not a little quadcopter. <laughs> one single, yeah. one, big, one big rotor on the top, one little one on the back yeah. in that sense. Um, but in saying that, it, you can get to a lot more interesting areas with the helicopter i reckon um while it's not as you're not you're definitely not in control and there's only limit to what you can structurally capture yeah you can get in you can go anywhere a drone can't you know you are a lot higher but chuck a 600 mil lens on as you said and you'll get that data expensive to practice <laughs> you might have an oil rig out, out far, far out from from sea and but you can't just fly drones so um, it just gives you different yeah. options and all scalable projects where, like you said, Danny, uh, populous areas, yeah. it's a good option to think about. Clearly, it's not where you're going to start, but... No. Um, obviously, for the, for the listeners out there that don't know, it's not exactly cheap to hire a helicopter. <laughs> you're looking <laughs> at factoring average, the pilot and fuel yeah. and... You're looking at an average of maybe 2,000, give or take an hour. So, or anywhere around that even. Mm. Yeah. But it's fun. 
and I guess the one we didn't talk about and probably won't go into a whole lot in this episode is, is really any any DSLR equipment as well, which we tend to use depending on the projects that we work on. We've all done yeah. it. Any... Shall we start a Sony versus Canon argument? <laughs> no, because oh, we've only no, got I'll... 30 minutes, Danny, and yeah. we don't want to lose at Can the we... end of the episode. <laughs> It's you, a, you, you and I are going to meet in the car park soon. Right, you're going. Here we are. Bring your Phantom. Oh, wait, you can't carry it. It's too big. Ooh. <laughs> now, they're saying that. Like, if you're going to use a DSLR or a mirrorless camera, if you can go for a medium format or a full-frame sensor, you're much better off. The dynamic range is there. The data is there. If you're going to afford a phase one. <laughs> Please phase one, sponsor the podcast. We would really love to test out the products. So, Ty, um, if you can have one piece of equipment to do acid in, acid inspection, and from the ones we've just covered, what would you... You know what I'm going to say. <laughs> no, I don't. No, look, I, I, I think as, as far as equipment goes and drones, I, it, for me, it's still between the P4 and P4 RTK. I said um, one man, not one and yeah, a half. Yeah, I know. Well, they're pretty much the same drone. We know this. Um, but I otherwise. It, it, <laughs> but, yeah, look, it, I, I think that it's still the most versatile and, you know, all the inspections I've done, majority of it has been with Phantoms and I, I just think they're great for the job. I really do. Cool. Danny? Can I say the mini? <laughs> no, because you bagged the crap out of yeah, it. Yeah, you bagged the crap out of it. I apologize to it. It's still in the corner. No, no. doesn't like you anymore. Really, it'll require public apology, I'd say. <laughs> it's, look, it's in the bag, so I'm not going to bother getting it out. Um, we will dedicate an apology, an episode <laughs> to the apology. We <laughs> do the mini too. I apologize. <laughs> issue an actual statement. I'm apologizing <laughs> to my drone. Um, I'm going to say Skydio. That's my weapon of choice. Wow, um, that's surprising. It's versatile. Can get in there. You can use it for the inspections, you know, and it's fun to fly. Are you going to say the M three hundred, Sean? He doesn't like flying it. Uh, he's a pussy. No, now I'll tell you why. That's because, whole other episode. <laughs> like I like I said, it, it's it's a big drone, and I'm still not. Um, this the detail we want to get. Sometimes I don't believe that's the right drone. So maybe you're right call me a pussy but um I... we, don't, we don't we don't condone that here at no, no, no. We're, 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 we're a very loving group of, of, of <laughs> colleagues here uh, uh, no, but genuinely, I, I just... what do you believe is your favorite what what do you like to use well I, I haven't flown the sky the other than what we've um played around with so for me it's a p4rtk i'm outnumbered again but I wish, it, I, I wish it had a 45 megapixel uh, lens. I'll be a lot, a lot happier. Yeah. So that, that's where the clearly the, the, the P1 and 300 makes a difference. But um, yeah. yeah, but like it lugging around all those batteries, the case, the RTK, it's just easier sometimes with one small pack. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Look, if for anyone out there who has ever had the opportunity to pick up an M300 battery case, if you once you once you do so, you'll you'll understand what people talk about when they're talking about weight. It's it's probably one of the heaviest things I've ever picked up in regards to drones. Whenever whenever you're carrying the gear, someone's like, "Oh, can I just carry something?" Like, yeah, yeah, take yeah, the case. Yeah, the smallest take the batteries. The it's the smallest but heaviest. Good luck. <laughs> oh, well, All right, I guess, so gentlemen, a, that, um, we, we should get some social media feedback on the favorite 
drones yeah. for asset. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You know, social media mentioned your favorite drones for asset management or your favorite drones in general. If you want us to talk more about them, by all means, we'll break them down. And actually, we won't break them down. That's expensive. <laughs> we'll chat more about it. Fun. <laughs> all right, guys. Let's wrap it up. Right, guys. That's been pretty good. We'll see you in the no next worries. episode to talk more about um, asset inspections. Sweet. See you, guys. See you, guys. Peace out. Next one. Bye.